Hi. Thanks for tuning in today to the Business of Blockchain podcast, where we discuss common sense business for cutting-edge technologies. Together, we'll be hearing from experts in different fields and applying their knowledge to our own businesses. You'll occasionally also get to hear about my own experiences over the past seven years as a co-founder in the space. I hope you enjoy it, and if you do, please feel free to give this episode a like and a share because it really does help grow our community. All right, guys, uh, welcome back to the business of blockchain. Uh, I am your host, Block2Chains. I am sitting here with someone who I wasn't expecting to talk to at all, um, just kind of popped up last minute on the radar. And um, so this is Malad. Um, am I pronouncing that correct? Yeah. 100%. All right, sweet. Um, and Malad has done something pretty insane over the past couple of months. Um, he is a, what do they, what do they call you guys? Sandwich artists at, at yeah. Subway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he has accumulated a massive following on TikTok. And in the blockchain industry, we don't really get to play around with social media. It's, it's kind of a, almost a, a, a dead medium for us because Facebook and Twitter and Reddit all came out early on and said, you can't advertise here. And so I was very interested to sit down and have this conversation, Malad, because I want to know if we can use TikTok and, and how do we do that? And how do we organically grow a following like you have over the past month? And, and what is the size of your following? What, like, what's the story behind you and TikTok right now? Yeah. Uh, all good points. I actually know about the the whole blockchain ban on uh, all the social media profiles. I was following that earlier. I think last year it happened. But um, yeah, so right now we're at about 470,000 followers. Um, I grew that in about like 50 days. Uh, which it, insane. I don't know. I, I didn't expect this to ever happen, but it did. That's and incredible. Yeah. I uh, basically the story is I've worked at Subway for about five years now, a little over five years, actually. And uh, it's my parents' shop. They've, they've been, they immigrated to this country like 40 years ago, started it up 20, 20 years ago. And uh, yeah, I was always working there. I was working there since the beginning of uh, the whole coronavirus epidemic. And uh, I figured like, hey, we're not getting business. Like, why not just do something different? TikTok is like, you probably know for like the youth it's it's literally taking over it's the fastest growing app i think ever to be created um and yes yeah, so i just started uh making these random tiktoks and i had one of them uh this was back i had like maybe five thousand followers this was like about 55 days ago uh, i remember the day august 26th and uh i got a comment from somebody random that was like they clearly saw me working at subway and they said uh let me get uh and then they uh posted like their sandwich request and I was like this is hilarious like this kid or guy whoever it is saw me on this platform like what are the odds he recognizes that I'm working at Subway so I was like I have to make this guy's sandwich like it's only it's only fair <laughs> and uh yeah I that that video went pretty viral it got about like 50,000 views like in in a day which was like to me at the time like nuts um 
And then I just kept going. I started making uh, like three to four sandwiches a day and I just saw explosions with my account, like, like 50,000 50, followers in a day type. Like that, that's when I like kind of sat back and it didn't feel real at all. But then uh, I had people coming into my subway and like recognizing me being like, oh my God, you're the guy that makes like TikToks on, on like making sandwiches. I'm <laughs> that's like, insane. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, that's when it like kind of became real to me. Like this can be something. Um, I think to, going back to your question about TikTok or blockchain, I think TikTok is like one of the greatest platforms you get on right now. Like it's, it's, it's such an, if it doesn't get banned, like that's, that's a whole nother topic we get into later, but it's in such an infancy stage. Like it, I've been around social media since I was like 11 or 12 years old. Like this isn't a, this isn't a first time thing. I back on like when, I don't know if, do you know what Vine was? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. So yeah, I, on, keep in uh, mind, like, yeah, like I, I, I have a weird history. I wasn't on social media per se back then, but I, I do know of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I'm, I'm starting to get old and my, my bones are starting to ache. So I do remember Vine. In fact, that's why it was the first thing my girlfriend said when she got on TikTok is it's just like Vine. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I said, oh, well, that means they'll be bankrupt in two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they have a little bit of a better revenue model. Vine, <laughs> Vine ran zero ads. Terrible. Uh, I don't know who executed that idea, but TikTok's actually selling ads. Uh, but yeah, it's the same exact feel as Vine, just with like, obviously it has its differences. Um, but this isn't the first time I grew up following. So on Vine, I had about 300,000 followers too. Uh, that was when I was like 12 or 13. And it wasn't, it wasn't like me as the personality. It was one of the like theme accounts. Um, but I think like social media marketing and just like hopping on whatever the newest platform is, is one of the most like effective things you could do to grow your, your personal brand, your business, just whatever you're trying to uh, convert for. So you're really, you're really into video. It sounds like. Yeah. Like, uh, Vine and TikTok, like video so. is your, is really your outlet. I'd say so. Yeah. Wow. How, how'd you get into, into that? Like, are you good at editing videos or, or anything like that? Or you're yes. just kind of running with it as you go. So funny enough, like when I was uh, like about eight or nine years old, me and my friends, uh, this is going deep down the rabbit hole, but uh, me and, you know, do you know the game Minecraft? Yeah. Yeah, so me and my friends used to play Minecraft, and we would watch, like, these YouTubers. I was, like, eight or nine years old doing this, and uh, one of my friends one time was like, hey, why don't you try, uh, why don't you try, like, doing this? Like, why not? And I was, uh, I was hesitant, but I was like, you know, like, why not? So I was, like, nine years old, like, posting Minecraft videos, and that's where I learned how to edit. Like, I downloaded Sony Vegas Pro, which is, like, at the time, I didn't even know what it was, but that's like one of the industry like leaders of video editing. And I just sat down and I learned it. And that those like those like same lessons that I learned then like apply to now. Like I, I know how to use like video editing software now, which is really cool. Like a complete fluke, but it came in handy. Right. That's 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 amazing. So are, are you going to school for this right now? Um, like as, as you're going, as you're doing this TikTok thing, are you, are you also going to school to, to learn video editing and, and all of this professionally? Is, is that the hope? Is that the dream? Is that where you're trying to go? No, I'm a, I'm a computer scientist. I, I'm a, I'm a senior at a, at school right now at a NGIT. 
but yeah, I, uh, I study computer science because I think that's okay. uh, that's something because I, I already kind of know somewhat what I'm doing with videography, but like I came into computer science completely like empty handed and now I have a good framework for. Yeah. Okay. And so that must be the tie into blockchain for you. Is that where that interest came from? Because I remember yeah. actually, I remember first meeting you several years ago. Yeah, I think I was, I, it was at a meetup about blockchain mm. in New York and I had just given a talk, I'm pretty mm. sure. Um, I remember is crazy. That. Yeah, which is just crazy to think that like it's come full circle like this. But so that that's really the tie in for you. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And so what are you looking to do in the blockchain industry? I mean, you, you have a really unique skill set. I mean, you know, being some being someone who can engineer and develop as well as someone who understands marketing and clearly has a, a solid grasp on it, you know, what, 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 what's the future for you? Um, that's a great question. I, I just try to, I definitely have an interest in blockchain still. Um, I, I try to take it day by day, like right now with, uh, like there's no other way to live in this industry, my man. Yeah. There's no other way. <laughs> you know, I just woke up this morning and I was like, you know what? Today's going to be a no Twitter day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Twitter's a big one. They, uh, but I, yeah, I think, I think the space is growing. I think uh, there's a lot of promise in like utility coins, like using, uh, using blockchain as like a means of like funding whatever like project that you're doing, especially for social media influencers. Like I feel like, I just like, I've, I've talked to somebody within like Mr. Beast's like world. I don't, I don't think he's affiliated with the team, but they were at one point exploring trying to use like cryptocurrency for their fan base, like to, to kind of reward them. And I think just like that idea and that notion of like being able to use like this tech to completely build your own ecosystem is like very fascinating. Like, I think that's the, that's something that could like, push society to like another level yeah i mean that is a very powerful idea um and i know there are there are a lot of people out there focusing on that right now um especially in the the nft world has really really taken off for for some reason over over the past summer it seems like um it'll be interesting to see who who really comes out on top and in in that i i don't know that fight i guess um, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, so if that's the direction you're going, how does that tie in with, with TikTok? Um, uh, you're just, you're going to take what you know and, and hopefully build the, the social network of the future. Is, is that, <laughs> is that the dream? No, I don't think so. I okay. think, uh, <laughs> I think TikTok is simply just Oh, means of growing my parents' business. Uh, like okay. before coronavirus, we were doing like, well, before I actually like started even doing the TikToks, we were doing about like $300 in sales. This is during coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Before then, it was about 700 in sales a day. Today, we were doing about like $950 in sales, which is like absurd. Um, and I, I really think that like, since the way that the TikTok algorithm works, it's like concentrated marketing. So it'll show your videos to people in your area. So uh, I really think that's, that's something that like kind of boosted my parents' business from the start of Corona. Um, other than that, like, I didn't, I didn't realize it had that kind of local power 
Oh yeah. Well, no, to, sound, to be honest, I had no idea. Yeah. This huh. algorithm, once you know like uh the intricacies of this algorithm, you could really use it to your like own leverage for your business or opportunity. It's great. Like it's there's a reason it's the number one app in the world. Yeah, no, that I mean that makes sense. I just I had no idea there was a, like a localization like that behind it. That makes so much more sense. So this is something most small businesses should be. And now we're definitely going down the rabbit hole. We're going into my past as a small business consultant. This is something that most small businesses should be on. If if it has that local aspect, because you're essentially what you're doing is you're doing word of mouth for your own business. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. That's, that's a whole different perspective. Yeah. I, I had no idea. And I'm, I'm just now starting to like learn the LinkedIn algorithm and stuff like that personally for my personal use. So, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a new takeaway. That's not a, an angle anyone's ever told me about TikTok. Yeah, Most people are like, look at this cat video. Yeah. People, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a, there's a lot to be learned about that algorithm. Once you like kind of understand how to like navigate it, it makes it much easier. But with any social media, it's just consistency and quality. Like as long as you're posting, I, this has never failed me with any platform, but as long as you're posting like at least daily and the quality of your videos is, you know, like decent, you're going to gain a following, even a small following, but a following nonetheless. Well, so for, for a blockchain based business where I'm assuming most businesses, I would not use this in a B2B setting. Mm. So the, the business I'm co-founding right now, we're all B2B. Um, there, there is no room for a lot of social media marketing in the first place. So my, I scratched that itch by, by helping like nonprofits and stuff set up Facebook pages. That's about as deep down that rabbit hole as I go nowadays. But how would how would we go about using this? I'm assu- like I'm I'm thinking off the top of my head right now, you know these these NFT guys that are creating like Pokemon cards in cyberspace and digital artwork. They could yeah. really benefit from TikTok, especially if you're a small artist and you're capable of doing these things. You could more or less create a, a an in person virtual walkthrough, if you will, like an installation, maybe. Definitely, yeah. Is is that kind of where we would be using this well um i think i would have to understand where uh, like your business model is first do you so what uh could you are you allowed to like explain to me what uh what exactly your blockchain based business does well uh, the business i'm doing right now no uh, <laughs> but okay. I, i'm just i'm thinking more generally um because i i honestly i don't think our business would be able to use it mm-hmm. simply because we are so in person like everything is done in person, even during Corona. It's, it's kind of like, it's one of those things, like we've known these, the people that we're working with right now for sometimes over a decade. Oh, wow. um, and they're just like really long-term relationships. And there are a lot of businesses in the space like that. And, but yeah. I'm, I'm thinking exchanges could definitely use TikTok. Yeah. Um, but kind of more on the fringe cases, kind of what we're seeing right now is, uh, Defy and these NFT tokens, they could really, they could really benefit from something like this, especially um, when, when you're looking at collectibles. I know, a, I know a couple artists and I know a couple different companies over the years that have gone into this space and said, Hey, let's create collectibles on, on chain 
for, for individuals. And we're going to open this up for creators. And so anybody can come in and they can create their own collectibles. And I've, I've personally played around with them a little bit. It's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a great way to get local presence. And you can create a collectible with a physical piece of artwork. So I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, if, t- if I were to do that and use TikTok for that purpose to market like my, my art business with a blockchain element, that could actually really work out. Absolutely. Yeah, as long as, uh, as long as you're providing some value to the viewer and uh, you're making it clear and concise what you're trying to get across, you'll, you'd go to the moon with this, uh, with this app. Right on. Well, so how would an exchange like Gemini grow, like grow a following? Obviously, it'd be pretty quick for them to pick up a following. Mm-hmm. But how does the algorithm actually determine uh, the localization aspect of it, like the local... So uh, with Gem, with an exchange, they probably wouldn't be picked up with localization. Uh, they'd probably just have to consistently post content that intrigues their audience. So like posting something like the price of a coin every day might not be, uh, well, who knows? That might even work. But like showing things as like as they come in would probably be the best uh, standpoint, like from a business point, because I don't think they would convert a lot of uh, a lot of TikTok users to like trade with their platform, but what they could do is convert like people looking to get into the space or people that uh mm. that are like looking for a job to come work there. Like, there's a lot of companies doing uh their company culture on on TikTok, which is like a very interesting take because uh, I I spoke with like two of these companies and they they actually told me they've been getting a lot more candidates because of uh because what they're showing off because it just looks they make it look so fun. Wow. But um, yeah. really. I, w- I would not have expected that. Yeah. So corporate cringe is running away from LinkedIn and going to TikTok. <laughs> I'm that not kidding it? about that. Yeah. Well, that, that's, um, that's insane. So, yeah. and, and these companies that are hiring right now, do you think, do you think their, their traffic's really being driven by TikTok or is it, they're some of the only companies hiring right now? No, I they just happen to be on TikTok. No, I think because uh, these are like smaller businesses too. Like if you oh, look okay. at their web traffic, it's like from the time they have a viral post, it's like exponential to. Oh, like, okay. All right. What they're usually getting. Wow, that's um, that's interesting. I would not have seen the HR aspect of that for sure. Yeah. No, there's there's the the cool thing about like this app is that you could just post about and like any aspect, like any uh if your company is a marketing branch, like if you get one person on TikTok to explain marketing for your company, if your company has a sales dev team, like get one to, you know, like you, you could really take this in any direction you want and still convert. It's kind of, it's a cool thing. That's a cool thing. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's kind of insane. And, and by the way, just for anybody listening, um, Jim and I and, and Binance are both hiring like wildfire right now. Um, I was just on Gemini. I know like with the newsletter, we send out a job board with the newsletter uh, every Friday. Gemini had over like a hundred positions available last week. So when I, when I checked, so if you are looking for a job in the space, it's a good place to go. A lot of engineering jobs and I'm not sure where we're going to end up, uh, but definitely check it out. But that, that's a really interesting, that's an interesting take. And I can definitely see where those companies would would be able to fit into that equation. So real quick, going back to this, this subway thing, right? You reached out to subway corporate 
how'd that go? Not well. <laughs> it did not go well. It did not go well. Okay. Um, well, they, uh, so my mom is a, uh, she's been a franchise owner for 22 years and they, uh, she could probably call up anybody at headquarters like right now and speak with them. But I, uh, I took the liberty of doing it myself. I kind of want to do it organically. Like I don't want to just rush in and like be like, Oh, my mom is. Yeah. You want to show the work that you actually did. You don't want to ride your parents' coattails. I respect that. Yeah, exactly. And, um, I, so I posted on, this was, it's kind of a joke on their Instagram. I like commented, that was, a, I think I sent you a picture of this, but it was something along the lines of like, let me get a sponsorship. And the guy just like flat out said, no, I didn't even expect him to respond. And then I, uh, I put that on TikTok. It got like <laughs> 650,000 views in the past day. Like I posted it yesterday. So, uh, oh, wow. we're still trying to develop on that. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't imagine why they wouldn't want to, but you know, that's um, yeah, that's 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 kind of crazy. So they they just flat out said no, but they haven't gotten upset with you for actually like going and making sandwiches in one of their oh, franchises. No. They, well, that's they good. Love it. Yeah. Good. Good. That's that's definitely good. Um. So that's kind of all. It sounds like that'll work out eventually, right? Um, yeah. But I I and. I was just doing some research to getting ready for this. And, um, and I, I looked at TikTok. TikTok has a creator's fund. Yes. Like a, a budget in the U S which is so weird that they would put that amount of money to go towards creators. All the, you know, all the while, you know, politics aside, they're trying, you know, we're trying to like kick them out of the U S or, or force them to sell or, or whatever. And that, that, that in and of itself was crazy. They, they must've had some sort of confidence that they were going to be around next year. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But how, are, are you a part of that? How does, how does that work? What, what is this? Yeah. So um, basically the creator, do you know how the YouTube CPM like works? Yeah. So uh, they pay their own CPM with the creator fund. So YouTube pays about one to $2 per thousand views. TikTok pays about three to four cents per thousand views. So it's, not comparable, but, um, yeah, if I, I had somebody like comment on my LinkedIn post and they were like, you based off of, uh, your numbers, you should be getting paid $80,000 for all the views that you've accumulated. I just, I, it's not, <laughs> it's not how it works. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> that would be nice though. <laughs> that, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be asking for a sponsorship if that happened. Um, but they, uh, they pay three to four cents. So I, I sent you a screenshot of my numbers actually in total right. for everything I've, uh, everything I've done, like all views. I think at this point it's about like close to 60 million. I've made $2,000, which is, you know, it's nice, but that's not comparable to what YouTube would have paid, which is about $108,000 for that many views. Yeah. That's, um, on the high end. Huh? So it's definitely not a not a get rich quick scheme. Oh, absolutely not. Right. So, which is weird because someone last night just told me they're like, I should have gotten TikTok famous when it was easy, and I was like, first of all, it was never. Easy. I'm not sure it was ever easy. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, I'm not seeing the like the pure money like you do with YouTube. Um, I think but, yeah, it's a first year though. YouTube didn't have a CPM in their first year, or their first five. In fact, that's true. That is, that is very true. Although I, I, I do wonder if you could even launch something like that without it nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. 
because because every you know in order to get the big creators you have to pay them yeah right so but look kind of looking at it from a like a different angle how how do most people monetize tiktok Um, have you have you looked at like amazon affiliates and stuff like that yeah that's uh that's usually how it'll go i've had like several companies reach out to me kind of like clothing endorsements uh I've had like this necklace for like something. It's not even a necklace. It was like a choker. And I was like, I'm not, I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> the coldest water bottle. Like I, they, they, uh, you know, the concept of drop shipping, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I've had like, maybe I've had so many drop shipping companies like reach out to me and I'm just like, I can't. Like, that I makes sense. That makes, I won't get into why that makes sense. Cause now we're getting too far away from the core the core yeah. <laughs> concepts of this podcast. I don't want to flood it with negativity, but that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Nothing against those guys. It's just yeah. like I I can't sell like my the pe- the people that made me like a fake uh, like a water bottle from China that costs like five dollars. You know. Yeah, yeah. I it is it is kind of weird. I mean, it's a it's a decent concept, but I I struggle to see how those things make money. Yeah. and gain gain traction and it's actually something i've wanted to do for a long time and maybe after the business of blockchain that's what i'll end up doing um is just basically testing out these wacky business models because yeah. uh, i really get a kick out of it yeah, you know fun. drop shipping amazon affiliate all of this stuff it's just it's so weird and wacky and and you kind of wonder like where do people come up with this stuff and yeah. does it actually work I like half the time it doesn't seem to work. I'll be honest. It does. I, I have uh, I have several friends that uh that are like making like very good money with it. But to me, it's just like the more I this is gonna sound I don't know, but it's the moral aspect. Like I don't, I think that comes back to bite you in the butt. Oh, okay. So it basically just like like you can make money and you can make like a ninety percent margin, which is what these guys are essentially trying oh, to no, do. Oh no, you right? can't make a ninety percent margin. It's like about like 40 percent you have you have your ad spend you have your uh cost of product you have like that's true that's true costs. yeah because I, I was just thinking like off the off the top of my head like i could buy like a keychain for like five cents <laughs> from china and yeah. try and retail that right yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah I guess, I guess you 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 can't make that much but at the same time i mean you might be a, able to <laughs> that's a decent like, margin honestly. like that's yeah. a really decent margin um that these guys are are making off of and and you know, I, I don't know. I, we, we won't get too far into it. Cause <laughs> but I, find, I find it really interesting. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. So going, uh, going back to the numbers, actually, I know you referred like earlier at the beginning of the podcast, you wanted to hear how I came up with the, that statistic on my LinkedIn post. Yeah, absolutely. Cause you said you made over half a million dollars in value for Subway. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So at, I think at the time it was 40, no, 53 million views. I put on that, on that post. So TikTok charges, this is public information. You can look this up. Uh, TikTok charges $10 for every thousand views by an advertiser. $10, which is kind of, that's very high. Yeah, like for, that seems uh, pretty steep. Uh, but it converts. Like it's, it's, there's like a reason why a lot of people are flocking to that platform. Um, but so if you take that 53 million, you divide that by a thousand, you get 53,000 and, uh, like the how much how many you should be paid and then 50 does that that make sense right mm-hmm. yeah and then you take that fifty three thousand and you figure ten dollars per cpm 
So that's uh five hundred thirty thousand dollars. That's that's pretty crazy. And there's there's still like no sponsorship. That that's that's also pretty interesting. But at the same time, uh, you know, I, I didn't know if you were just a, a standard uh like part time employee. Um, but you know, your mom owns the store, so you guys you're you're converting somewhere, right? Yeah. Which is really cool to so. see because um I actually I used to hang out in the subway in, in downtown Manhattan like all the time I, when I was in college. I just like I, I was up at six AM writing a paper in this twenty four hour subway and the owner, like the franchise owner was there for some reason and I and he and I just we had a great time just kind of chatting. Um, and he's in a very similar situation to you. Um, and I asked him like why he was like, why are you doing this still? Cause he was an old guy, you know, he was no spring chicken. He was probably in his sixties and, um, and coming into work at three in the morning, I can only imagine <laughs> at that yeah. age is probably not what you want to do. And I was like, why are you still doing this? And he's like, I do this for my son. Cause one day my son's going to have this store. So it was really cool. And to see you, giving back to you know to your mom uh in this in the same way it's just that's really cool man uh kudos to you for for doing that that's pretty that's pretty incredible um so i'm gonna i'm gonna start wrapping things up here um but i do want to i do want to invite you to uh you know to interact with the audience uh when you can um where can they reach out to you Sure. Uh, so you can find me on LinkedIn, Malad Merg. Uh, you can find me on TikTok. I have the same handle throughout. So TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all at Malad Merg. Uh, okay. M-I-L-A-D, M-I-R-G. All right. Fantastic. Um, and then as far as graduation, you're going to be graduating pretty soon. Yeah. And the world is still kind of on fire. Yeah. So, so if you could create your own job description, what, what do you think that would be? Ooh, that's is there, there, there might be question. hiring managers out there. That is a great question. Um, I think that if I could find a position where I could interact with, uh, say a marketing team, but at the same time be able to do software dev, like say UI or like design, like, you know, design things for the company's uh, website or platform, I think that would be a perfect intersection of my skills. I just don't want to, uh, my only like gripe is a job where I sit at a computer and uh, program all day, but you know, you still have to, you, you have to do what you have to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You still got to pay the bills. Yeah. Definitely, definitely hear that one. 